again, and welcome to another episode of Gab and Grow. We're a podcast that's put together especially to help students be as successful as possible at WCSU by introducing you to people, places, resources, and things and ideas that are going to help you in your academic journey. I'm Mary Beth Griffin. I'm the host of the show, and today our topic is preparing for finals, which, as we're recording this, are right around the corner. So joining us, we have Dr. Divya Sharma, who is a professor in the Justice and Law Administration Department. So welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> she's, she's a little nervous about this, so we're trying to, <laughs> trying to ease that up. Um, you know, one of the things I always start with is just asking our guests to tell us a little about themselves. So why don't you fill us in a little about you and your background? Uh, sure. Uh, so, well, I was born in India, and in my preteen years, my family moved to the Caribbean uh, for a few years, and we lived in Trinidad. Uh, it was an amazing experience. Um, after moving back to India, I got my bachelor's with honors in sociology and a master's in sociology. Uh, now, those were the days that we didn't have a lot of programs in India uh, with criminal justice mm -hmm. uh, as the main focus. So topics of crime and justice were taught in sociology programs. Okay. So that's how I ended up mm -hmm. uh, with degrees in sociology, though I have always studied topics of crime, justice, and victimization. But while I was trying to figure out what exactly to do with my life, I got a diploma in textile designing and oh, even wow. worked for a Hindi language newspaper as a sub-editor. And then one fine day, I got an opportunity to work for an FM radio in Nairobi in Kenya. And off I went. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked for, a, uh, for, the, for the radio station as a radio jockey, commercial producer, and a news editor. And pretty early into it, I started getting calls from a lot of listeners of Indian origin about their familial, social, and other issues. And to me, it was pretty surprising uh, that they were sharing all this information with me, uh, a complete mm -hmm. stranger just because I spoke their language or was from the land of their ancestors. What I learned was that most of them had been taken to Kenya by the British colonizers to work on the Kenya-Uganda Railway. So anyway, long story short, mm -hmm. I ended up registering for a PhD program in India. And with the help of some locals in Nairobi, I did my data collection. And it was on the topic of ethnicity, immigration, and identity crisis. And I studied conflict within the family, community, as well as a larger socioeconomic context. Even after completing my thesis, I was pretty sure that uh, I wasn't sold on the idea of becoming a professor. <laughs> so I ended up applying to a graduate program at Temple University in Philadelphia. And A, I wanted to study criminology a bit more systematically. And uh, second, I wanted to gain some time to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. That is when I got to work as a primary teaching assistant, and the very first course that I taught was research methods. <laughs> now, that was a course that I hated the most when I was a student. So I it, think lots of people share yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, it really made me think about how to go about teaching it. Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, I was relishing the challenge of conveying complex concepts and their relevance. And it was such a thrill when students got it, you know, and it made sense mm -hmm. to them. And that's when I decided that, yes, this is what I want to do. So at that time, I also took a course in graduate teaching seminar. And a lot of what I learned there has stayed with me, including, um, you know, things like be innovative, uh, keep learning. Even if mm -hmm. you're a professor, you have to keep learning. You have to listen. You also have to set clear standards. You have to convey those clear standards. And you can't get consumed by what kind of a student you were. You know, mm -hmm. like a lot of time we say, well, if I was like this, you know, this is what I used to do. So you, yeah. you can't get consumed by that because you have to recognize that times have changed. 
So, and most of all, one of the things that was that if you're not excited about teaching, then don't. Mm-hmm. Right. So because higher education deserves better, you know, when someone complains that, uh, you know, I have a student, you know, I don't know why they're not interested and all that. Why? What are they doing here? I apply that Mm -hmm. to myself as a, you know, as a professor. If I'm not excited about teaching, well, what am I doing here? Right. So that's that's how it kind of stayed with me. So at Temple University, at the end of my third year, I got a non-tenure track position. And that is when being an immigrant, um, I had to deal with the whole Mm -hmm. visa issues and all that. And I needed to decide that if this is really what I want to do, then I need to get on a tenure track job. Mm -hmm. So my first interview for a tenure track position was in upstate New York at Utica College. I got that job and I stayed there. It was very interesting uh, learning as well as teaching experience. Mm -hmm. I made some wonderful friends. I'm still friends Mm -hmm. with them. Uh, But I uh, left that place after getting tenure and promotion. And then I took up one year visiting position at a SUNY IT. Uh, that's also in upstate New York, mm-hmm. and then moved to central Jersey for three years and lived on the beach. It was amazing. Still <laughs> miss it. <laughs> but professionally, I was interested in exploring a bit more, and that's how I ended up here in 2013. So I'm completing my sixth year wow. uh, here at Westcon and 19th year in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's quite the a, summary of it. <laughs> that's, that's quite a story. And, and, you know, really interesting because you've You've had your fingers in a lot of different things over the years, but it all kind of circles around the same right. Area. It looks like it kept coming back to mm-hmm. uh, you know in 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 a, in, many, in in very weird ways um, issues of conflict. Mm-hmm. You know, so it may be interpersonal, it may be um, economic, it may be uh, you know like I've done a lot of work in field of terrorism and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but at the core, it still remained the idea of conflict and how do you study. But what really helped me all this travel uh, was just just exposure to diversity, exposure to working with people with different temperaments, backgrounds, and all that. Um, mm-hmm. So when I came to US, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm in a foreign country. What am I going to do and all that? It was. It, it just went well, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't didn't have a, a learning curve in that regard. Um, so and that mm-hmm. I think helped me with my with the way I teach courses, you mm-hmm. know. It's not just a very limited um, myopic perspective of crime and justice, right? Especially in a teaching university, that that's mm-hmm. really important to bring the big picture perspective, right? You know, you talked in your intro about the idea of not focusing so much on like the way you studied mm-hmm. for things, and and it's interesting, you know, because we're going to be talking about studying <laughs> here and, and finals in particular, um, that. One of the things that I'm hoping to do, you know, over the hopefully years that we're doing this is to really talk to a lot of people about their ideas for how do you study better and and how do you prepare for things? Because people do approach it differently and different. They have different needs for how they study and and things. So, you know, why don't we just kind of get right into it? I know I had a whole bunch of. tips that I had taken off of something that I thought maybe we could go through, but maybe you've got just some ideas to sure, sure. get at things in a better way than going through a list of you know, top <laughs> sure. 20s. <laughs> uh, no, and just just to clarify, when I say, um, you know, I, I don't expect students to be the kind of student I mm-hmm. was because 
I do recognize that they do have a lot more distractions. Mm -hmm. You know, they do have a lot more access to technology while right. I had to sit and learn how to type an email, mm -hmm. you know, how to attach and file. Yeah. So just, just the times have changed. Mm -hmm. Having said that, yes, there are certain, you know, tips that are that are going to be there forever for instance yeah we are always going to have only 24 hours in a day mm -hmm. <laughs> so so we must learn to prioritize um you know we need to identify you know i always tell students even during advising which is going on now i tell them you need to identify in which courses you would need to put in um, more effort than the mm -hmm. rest for instance um, talk to your professors ask for study tips uh, if anything is unclear ask questions you know don't mm -hmm. hesitate uh, if yes. a professor has explained it and you didn't quite understand, well, ask them to explain again. I'm sure mm -hmm. they are innovative. They would find another way to convey the same idea. I think sometimes students are really afraid to ask a question, too. Right. And, and sometimes you may be afraid to ask in class because you're yeah. afraid that your classmates are going to get ticked off that you've, you know, we've already covered that. Let's move on. Right. Or, right. you know, that they'll think less of you. But then you can ask that question of your professor during office hours yeah, or fact, right after class. Right, or, that's that's what I was going to say. Like, make use of professor's office hours. Mm -hmm. uh, don't just see them for advising or asking help toward the end of the semester. You know, reach out mm -hmm. early. The moment you have your first exam or the first quiz, I know I always make comments. Mm -hmm. um, I give very detailed feedback sometimes, you know, overall on the exam if it's good. Or uh, individually, I'll pick up questions and say, you know, this is this is good in here. This is what you need to work on. And then I'll make a note. Come and see me during my office yes. hours. And I'll also say, bring your notes, you know, because mm -hmm. I need to see if um, you understand the material, yeah. but you're not making enough detailed mm -hmm. notes and things like that. So I would say reach out early. Don't wait till the last, you know, uh, week or two weeks, mm -hmm. because... Um, if you need to improve your writing or if you need to improve how to read or how to make notes, you want to get those tips early mm -hmm. on. You want to have those skills early on. So don't be afraid to reach out. Um, but also recognize the fact that learning is not automatic. Mm -hmm. You know, so so don't don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be hesitant. Because if you knew everything, I wouldn't be here. You yeah. wouldn't be here. Yeah. Right. So that's what I tell them. You know, don't don't hesitate because if you're asking question then to me it indicates you're thinking about the topic mm -hmm. right you're really paying attention uh, if you're never answering a question never asking yeah. a question then I get worried mm -hmm. right yeah. um, in fact sometimes I would have you know similar mm -hmm. situation particularly in my research methods courses where um, you know, it's just difficult to get the discussions mm -hmm. going. Yeah. But there would be one or two students who are asking a lot of questions, and sometimes they would stop by during mm -hmm. my office hours that, Dr. Sharma, I just wanted to double-check with you that I'm not, like, asking too many questions. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're doing everyone a favor. Yeah. You know, I wish more they, students they would ask. They have the questions. They're right. just too afraid to ask something. Or they're hesitant, like, how mm -hmm. to best phrase it. Mm -hmm. So I think this idea that somehow we should already know everything when yeah. we go to a classroom, I, I think we need to just do away with that. Mm -hmm. when, to go, when you go to a classroom, you don't know the material, you learn it. Uh, through the semester right. and in fact when you ask a question or you answer a question that's when you're most attentive mm -hmm. right yeah so so ask questions about the concepts that were most difficult to understand you know even mm -hmm. if like one of the things I always tell them is also reach out to other students mm -hmm. right and work with them if you do not understand a certain um, topic uh, ask other students how mm -hmm. they have deconstructed it it's pretty helpful to learn from your peers because yeah. I think there is less of hesitation there yeah, I th I think I think sometimes students 
when they think about working with other students, everyone gets that image of the group project and, you right. know, always that there's somebody who's not pulling their weight. But I think group study is a very different kind of thing because, you know, just, just like, you know, you and I might have very different study styles. People have different note-taking styles right. and things. So somebody may be picking up on a concept that, that you missed or right. something. So that group study and those discussions that you can have can really pull out. Right. Also, when you're writing papers, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's where I would, sometimes I would have students who'll say, well, I'm not, I'm not a good writer. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, okay, that's half the job done. You've identified mm -hmm. where you need to yeah. put in, put in more effort. But I tell them that if you're if you're struggling with it, uh, make use of the resources that are available mm -hmm. on campus. Beat the writing center, beat the uh, Ansel Commons. Mm -hmm. so go there, ask people questions. They ha they have uh, you know uh, tutors, student tutors right. there. Uh, but then um, you know, like I, I tell them, don't have an ego about your work. Mm -hmm. Right. Ask your peers to critically evaluate it. Tell them to be br brutally honest. Mm -hmm. You know, don't tell them what your paper is about. Let them figure it out. Yeah. And if they can't figure it out, you probably yeah. need to you know, work on another draft. Um, and, you know, I, I do tell them that I'm available in my office. You can come and see me. But uh, that's that's not the only resource. Mm -hmm. Having said that, yes, your instructor should be your first resource. You know, so so don't don't hesitate to come and see me. Yeah. Um, some of the things that we talked about in in kind of getting ready for this were mm -hmm. just things about utilizing study guides or quizzing yourself or things. Do you have thoughts about those? Sure. Uh, well, one of the things I always tell students is, um, uh, you know, every every course is different. Mm -hmm. Every discipline is different. You know, the way you would learn things in criminology is not the same that you will learn in music or accounting. And it's just different. So every you have to recognize that, mm -hmm. that different courses would require different right. effort. So just because what something worked in one course um, does not mean that the same techniques would work in another. So go mm -hmm. and talk to your professor. Um, in my research methods, I would set aside a review uh, before mm -hmm. the exam. So it benefits students to attend it, especially if they ask questions. Uh, it refines their understanding mm -hmm. of various topics. In some courses, I give study guides, yeah. right? So, But sometimes professors don't. And as I said, mm -hmm. in some courses, I don't. But even in that case, make your own study guide. Mm -hmm. Even when you are in a classroom, try to be an active learner. You know, yeah. when you're making notes, uh, try to pay attention to what topics professors are explaining in detail or they're asking you a lot of questions about, mm -hmm. right? So that's that's one of the signs you can pick up, like this is really important. Um, talk to other students that, hey, you know, from this chapter, what are the five things or 10 things you're mm -hmm. focusing on? There are those informal ways of, of, right. of making those study guides. Um, if you are taking a course with a professor for the first time, I tell them to go and ask, you know, questions about the nature of the exams, quizzes, questions, mm -hmm. right? Because you don't want to get a surprise. Right, right. <laughs> uh, very minimally try to find out if it's going to be a combination of multiple choice and writing. If it's writing, is it long essays, short essays, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, are there take-home exams, in-class exams? What exactly it is? If it's online, is, is it a timed exam mm -hmm. or untimed exam? So ask those questions because that will help you in managing a lot right. of uh, stress that might come from things that you did not anticipate, mm -hmm. right? And your notes can really be a, yeah. a good help for that in terms of, like, if you can find out, are these going to be multiple choice kinds of tests or 
or essay tests, when you're looking at your notes, you're going to study them a little bit differently right. or organize things a little differently. You know, for me, when I was doing essay tests, mm -hmm. it was, I'd think, well, what are some of the things that they could ask me? And then I would make my own little outlines for it. And then that was, you know, I always was one who on the inside of my blue book was <laughs> scribbling my my outline down to right. because I wanted to make sure I covered certain right. things too. So. Like one of the things I do is um, uh, in my PowerPoints, I use different um, font colors mm -hmm. because I want them to really look up certain definitions in the book and they're always in a particular color. And mm -hmm. I tell them. So they still have to go and read mm -hmm. in the book, make note, and if yeah. there's anything unclear, ask me about it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm presuming a lot of professors, you know, they, they try different things. Right. They give give these indicators or they put emphasis or spotlight on or certain sections, topics yeah. that you need to focus on. And if it's not clear, just ask that, you know, be, be a bit more proactive mm -hmm. about it. Um, so th those are the, some of the things that, that have worked for me. Um, but, you know, one of the things uh, that we don't often talk about is, like, don't forget to take a break. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, when it's too much to handle, I always say, like, sit down, you know, get a cup of tea or coffee, you know, yeah. uh, catch your breath, and, and then see how to best go about it. Because if you're stressed, anything that you can do, you know, even mm -hmm. you would struggle to finish that. Um, you should, yes, hold yourself accountable for what you have done well and where you perhaps did not put in your best effort. But do not beat yourself up about up about yeah. it. You know, it's a lesson about life after graduation mm -hmm. too, because you're not just learning about the content. You're learning right. about learning itself. Mm -hmm. You're learning communication skills. You're learning time management. You're right. learning structure. You're learning discipline. You're learning, um, you know, taking accountability. Basically, mm -hmm. saying, "Yeah, I, I, I messed up." You know, uh, sometimes I would have students who would leave everything for the last week. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and. And that's fine. That may have worked previously, but out of the blue, this is the week that something came up mm -hmm. and they just didn't get time. Yeah. Right. So those are the, the, the things that you really have to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. But um, don't stress about it, but be honest about it. Give it your sincere effort. Um, you know, if, if you have struggled in a, in a particular course mm -hmm. all through your semester and you have very little grade left mm -hmm. in hand, uh, perhaps you don't want to put in too much effort there and you want to be intelligent about it and, yeah. and you know, focus on the courses where you are doing well, mm -hmm. right? Um, um, that, that's, that's basically about it, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think your point about, about taking breaks too is really important because so often, particularly with finals, you know, we put this, they have their own title and their own week and it's, you know, this huge struggle about things and, and, and all we think about is I'm cramming for this test. I'm cramming hmm. for the final. And so, you know, people sit down and they expect that they're going to, you know, sit solidly for six hours and focus all their attention. Well, your attention's never there. Mm -mm. You've got to give yourself those breaks. You right. know, a lot of, a lot of things that I've read over the years have suggested, you know, study for, 20 minutes and take a five minute break or study right. for, you know, 50 minutes and make sure to take a, a 10 minute break or, you know, study for an hour and take a half hour walk. You know, you've got to kind of chunk your time. Right, so, yeah. right, right. In fact, that's why it's, it's like, yes, there's only that much you can do uh, mm -hmm. given the time that's left. But take lesson from it right. so that you don't repeat the same mistakes next time around. Yeah. Right. 
um, yes, you should always start early instead of waiting till the yeah. final exam. <laughs> start early, like day one yeah. of the semester, you have all the important dates in the yeah. syllabus, make note. Uh, look at the types of assignments, mm -hmm. see how much of writing is involved, you know, look at all the resources that are available, be organized. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, especially because when I look at our students yeah. today, I think they do have a lot more on their plate than I did when I was a mm -hmm. student. I think many of them work full time. Yeah. They have familial and other responsibilities. So um, it, it would be difficult. It would be more stressful to accomplish what they can reasonably do if they are not organized about it mm -hmm. on day one. Um, but, you know, this is where I would like to mention about emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. I think that's something we don't often discuss mm -hmm. uh, because we are just kind of told like, yeah, you can do it. You know, when when the going gets tough, tough, get, yeah. like, I'm like, no, nah, not really. Yeah. You have to have emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. That is, um, you don't control everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you only control your action. Uh, you know, it's like I always use the example of like driving a car. Mm hmm. Uh, so you may be following all the rules and everything, but you don't know how people around you are driving. Right. Their circumstances are different. They have a bigger car, better car, you know, worse car, who knows, right? And you don't control the elements. You know, it starts right. to rain, snow, or you mm -hmm. have a flat tire. So there is always something, and that's life, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so there's always something that could happen at the last minute, or you, you did plan, like, throughout the semester. Something goes. So don't... don't um, don't don't lose perspective right you know and that's the emotional intelligence that you don't control everything and it's mm -hmm. okay if it didn't work out this time figure out why it went mm -hmm. wrong and just make the corrections going forward mm -hmm. i think this idea and i don't know if the best is if it's the best way to put it but but this idea that um, somehow everybody is 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 going to get the trophy you know and mm -hmm. it's everybody's same uh no yep. you know everybody comes with different uh, circumstance, yeah. different histories, different efforts, different responsibilities, right? Yeah. So you really have to recognize that. Be kind to yourself, mm -hmm. you know. Don't don't just get, yeah. you know, so uh, disappointed, yeah. you know. And um, um, so it's it's important to have that that intelligence that you don't control everything, yeah. and it's okay. You will figure it out next time. Yeah, it's kind of. I always look at sports because you know, in sports, like the Olympics come along, and you know who won the gold medal yes and and sometimes you'll know who won the silver and very very yeah. rarely do you remember anyone after that right but all those people made it to the olympics yeah, the effort you know and so you know if you didn't make the the gold medal this time well then you have to step back and look at what could i do right that could improve that if i want to or do I need to not be a speed skater and look at being a, right. a figure skater right. instead? Have you malleability. Know? Yeah. You, know, you, you, you need to adapt and you need to change and you need to manage expectations. Mm -hmm. You also need to manage disappointments. Yeah. You know, that's, that's part of growing up. And um, in all honesty, I wasn't always the best student. You know, I goofed around a lot. I, right. I waited till the last moment to yeah. do a lot of things. But what worked with me is that I always had a sense of awareness. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew, okay, this is this is the course where I did not put in the effort. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to get, like, you know, a good grade. Yeah. And that helped me do better next time mm -hmm. because I know what I did wrong next time or right. where I, I lagged something. So And and I think it's important to have that um, mm -hmm. because those are the skills that are going to help you right. after you get get um, the, the, the degree, you know, yeah. after you graduate. Well, I know we're, we've been talking longer than either of us thought we would. So. Um, 
you know, it is late in the semester, and if somebody hasn't been doing all those those kinds of steps that we want, is it too late for them? I mean, in some cases, maybe it is, and I think that was what you were trying to get at a little earlier, but right. are there some things that people could do that can help them? Yeah, sure. I would still say, I mean, um, talk to your professors, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because we still have, what, about four, yeah. five weeks, yeah. right? Um, talk to your professors. Try to understand um, what mistakes you made on your previous exams. Go back to those exams, uh, you know, class tests and right. quizzes. Um, talk to other students, you know, be realistic as well. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you um, haven't had a high grade throughout, yes, you can still pass it, but it probably won't be an A. Right. So, so have a realistic expectation, put in that effort accordingly. Um, but yeah, in some cases, it may be that, yeah, you have mm -hmm. to come back to it at a later date, and that's okay. That's mm -hmm. okay as well. Yeah, I think you know? lots of people have been at that, at that point from some, you know, point in their time in, as a student. So, um, any final thoughts that you want to share with us? Final, final thoughts. <laughs> final, <Yes>. final <laughs> thoughts. I, I think I've pretty much um, uh, said everything, except, you know, and this this is such a cliche thing to say, but I actually believe there is no substitute to discipline and hard work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that everything would fall in place, but most things would. Yeah. It's just you have to start early. Mm -hmm. And um, if you didn't start early, that's okay. Start early next semester. Yeah. Right? So yeah. try to salvage what you can now, and but do better next time. Learn from your mistakes. Uh, talk, you know, yeah. you, you should not learn in isolation. Uh, talk to other students, talk to mm -hmm. other faculty, join, you know, student clubs. That's one of the yeah. ways to kind of just see, okay, I'm not the only person who struggled mm -hmm. on this exam or this quiz, or yeah. this is how, you know, you can prepare better for this course or this particular, you know, topic. So talk to other people, you know, mm -hmm. don't, don't get bogged down that, oh, yeah, it's only five weeks, I'm not sure what I can do. Uh, still go and talk, um, ask, ask um questions and you know give yeah. it your best and don't be afraid when you when you get a paperback or something that's got marks all over it from no, your professors no, no. I think one of the uh one of the best classes I ever took the first paper I got back was filled with more red marks and comments than I think I had written in the paper huh. and you know everyone sitting around me was like horrified because I was the first one who got it back and I didn't even want to turn to the back to look at it because I was a fairly decent writer, uh -huh. you know, and I and uh, it was frightening to open that paper. Now, I ended up getting a decent grade, but the comments and the critiques that were in there were so helpful to me. Right. Not just in that class for later in the class, but in all my other classes, too, because it really taught me so much more about editing myself. Right. Um because I, you know, I was one of those people. I think lots came fairly easily to me, so sometimes I didn't exert the kind of oh. effort that you needed to, <laughs> and uh, and that class was so helpful in saying, yeah, you could be happy with this, right? But if you put this little bit of effort forth and and try to go back and look at this, yeah, again before you turn it in and make some of these changes. 
you could be over here. Right. And, you know, it so. is funny you say that because I would uh, have students every now and then, and um, let's say they have a B or a B plus, and I've still made a note, um, see me during my office mm-hmm. hours. And they're like, well, Professor, I did well. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but you can get an A. Yes. And this is how you go about fixing it. Yeah. My mother would be thrilled to hear me say that, so maybe she'll <laughs> listen to this one too. <laughs> I, I think that it's going to wrap up our time, though. So um, that's it for Gavin Grove for today. If you haven't started making your finals plan, do that now and and get started on your prep. I want to thank you, Dr. Sharma, for being our guest today. uh, Thank you. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Yeah, it's been great to hear some of the thoughts and ideas you have. So please, if you're listening, take this to heart. It's going to be good for you. If you have questions that came up that didn't get answered, as always, you can email me at griffinm at wcsu.edu, and I will be happy to work to find an answer for you. So that's it until we uh, listen again. Thanks so much. Bye now.